guys. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a sustained weight loss and self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are now certified integrative nutrition health coaches, and together with our community, we are learning to live our best lives by telling one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Courageous Wellness. On this episode of the podcast, we sit down with the founders of Kensho Health, Danny Steiner and Krista Berlincourt. Kensho is an online platform that makes holistic health more accessible and helps individuals everywhere find the best practitioners, classes, workshops, and retreats. Danny and Krista believe everyone deserves to live a healthy life and created Kensho after their own frustration with the healthcare system. Unable to understand why it was so difficult to find what they needed to get better and be better, they created a platform to increase access to holistic health practitioners and find credible information. In this conversation, we discuss their journey to holistic health, the creation of Kensho, and their dedication to research and their standards on approving healthcare providers on the platform. They have also partnered with the world's largest academic publisher, all in the name of helping you make more informed choices about your health. We have a really fascinating and in-depth conversation on healthcare today and how they are making holistic care accessible to all. We love this conversation and hope you enjoy it too. Let us know what you think by tagging us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or getting in touch at CourageousWellnessPodcast.com. We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic offers superfood coffee and elixirs to upgrade your daily routine. The powerful antioxidants, antiviral effects, and immune-boosting properties of mushrooms transform your cup of joe from an energy-boosting treat to a health-enhancing choice. Along with mushroom coffee, Four Sigmatic also offers mushroom elixirs, mushroom hot cocos, and other shroom-filled products. Erica uses the lion's mane in her morning superfood coffee, and even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains myataki mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout, and there's also a direct link in our show notes. Welcome, Krista and Danny. Thanks for joining us today. To get started, can um, one of you share with us, you know, your personal journey in wellness, what that has looked like for you, how you've sort of come to the place that you're in now and how your own story has gotten you interested in in health, wellness, self-care? Thank you for having us. So for myself, I think just life, you know, life, life is life is a lot sometimes. But for me, it all really came to a head when um, my last company we had scaled it and sold it and did the thing that you're really supposed to do in in the business world. But I got really sick along the way. I just pushed myself beyond endurance. 
And I found myself in conventional medical treatment for uh, adrenal fatigue that turned into Addisonian crisis, an acute adrenal episode. Um, And that's like a hormonal heart attack. So two years of treatment working with all-star endocrinologists, GP, um, gastrointestinologists, really a full medical team, and I wasn't getting better. And I was in the hospital in Austin, and remember this moment where someone said to me, you know, what we need to do is just double your dosage of steroids and do it twice as often, and you have a chronic condition, so this is it for the rest of your life. And I thought, like, there is no way. Um, my dad is an explorer and a naturalist. My mom is a hippie who kind of feels like Brene Brown meets Tara Brock. And I was like, there's no way that this doesn't resonate with my understanding of the world and how I was raised. And so I left and went on a journey of uh, holistic health exploration that took me different countries and, and continents and, um, and found what I needed. I got well four months later. And then I had this questioning, like, why isn't it easier for people to find what they need to feel healthy? And then I met this dude. Hey there, I'm Danny. Uh, My health story is a little bit different. Uh, I had a curiosity in religion and consciousness from a pretty young age. And so I started meditating when I was around 15, lucky enough to be exposed to it. Later in life, I observed a lot of my family being quite sick with autoimmune diseases. Uh, specifically Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. And I began doing a lot of research uh, and discovered that there were many things you can do to limit the effects of these diseases, including meditation, eating plant-based. And so that just reignited my, um, my belief that meditation was key to my health. And since that day of, of discovering that, uh, I've been plant-based uh, almost entirely. Um, and yeah, it's been one heck of a ride, uh, last two plus years with, uh, with Krista. I'm excited to tell you more about Kensha. Yeah, I love it. We're excited to hear about that. And we can both resonate with that as well because we, we chant, we both met through our Buddhist practice. So chanting is a big part of our daily life. Um, I'm curious too. So you said, right, you, you left and you started healing. How did you start healing? Was there anything specifically that really helped and where is your health now? I'm really, excuse me, I'm really excited to say that my health is in solid shape, though I am actually in the midst, today is day number one of giving up sugar, which is like a whole thing we can go into later, but for me, it's, it's, that's like saying I'm giving up heroin or something. Um, When I left the company, it was actually a year after my Addisonian crisis that I finally left, so I kept pushing, thinking, you know, I'm successful, I'm supposed to get this done, I need to be you know, a leader. And that means that I'll continue to show up through this. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, my, my hair was falling out. I was growing hair on my face. My skin was kind of gray and sallow looking. And I was like, I think something needs to change. Um, and I booked a one-way ticket to the Galapagos Islands and really was exploring my connection with nature and earth. For me, that felt like an intuitive place. Um, and I think that's, that's not always the intuitive thought when you think about healing, but it was slowing down. So I could hear my body spending time in the ocean, spending time doing nothing. Um, Then I started exploring different movement practices, yoga, nidra, yoga, um, different breathwork practices, pranayama, um, balancing my energy. Then I started looking in herbalism and traditional shamanic medicine. Uh, And then I led myself 
into just kind of nature immersion in Patagonia. And then one day I remember taking a picture, having a picture taken, and I looked at myself and I saw myself again. I was like, oh my God, there you are. I, and I hadn't seen who I knew I was in years. I'd been so sick. Just felt better. Yeah, that's I I love the way that you put that where you almost like come back to yourself, right? Like that are and I feel that you know, we as humans in in bodies, right? We all have bodies that we're in. It's like we all our our natural state is to want to be in homeostasis, right? Like to be in this sort of balanced, you know, our bodies are so self-healing and they like have all the systems to do their best for us to keep us in this place. But because of the way we run and we not literally running, but like the lives that we, we lead sometimes, especially, I think, especially in the Western world. Um, but sort of like, all over now in major sort of like globalized, you know, societies, we push, we push, we push in ways that we think are being really productive or efficient, or we're supposed to be super high achieving. But what does that even mean if it's at the cost of our health, which is now the crisis that we are facing. And we can talk about it as like, just even as a nation, what we're facing. And, um, and I feel like that's a good segue for you guys to introduce your app, your platform, um, and how you created it, and then also why you created it. Yeah, well, first, uh, absolutely agree with you. Um, We are in a bit of a crisis, Mm -hmm. and I think it's not one that's necessarily as on the surface Mm -hmm. as another crisis might be, like the financial crisis. We talk about that a lot with Krista's background. It's simple. Um, But it's one that's ruining many, many families and communities, uh, especially in the uh, industrialized world. And we see numbers of suicide and addiction and depression, loneliness, et cetera, just going up and up and up mm-hmm. and with very little means of fixing the problems. And so when we met, when Chris and I met, we were observing this. Both of us had the opportunity um, thankfully, to take a step back from working full time, which is a, a true gift, and I'm very grateful for that. And kind of remarkable that we both found each other at that time, um, because I haven't had many moments like that. Krista certainly hasn't. And we were looking at this pervasive problem of this health crisis, and at the same time, recognizing that our lives had been so improved by. Eastern alternative holistic health practices. Um, for me, meditation and yoga and acupuncture and breath and, and for Krista, many of the ones that she mentioned. And so we were approaching our conversation with this in mind. Mm-hmm. And I'll let Krista tell you a little bit more about Kensha. I, <clears throat> I think Danny, he t- um, you know, you captured the core point, which is today 87% of death in the United States is considered related to chronic preventable disease. Preventable. Mm -hmm. It's like, what does that mean? That means that it didn't have to happen. That means that at some point there was, there was some input that could have been left out. And for us, it was about creating a platform and a place where people could invite themselves in, where you could start at the first point of intervention. And for most people, when they don't feel well, the first thing they do today 
is get on our friend Google. So you put in a big search and you're like, why do I feel tired? Why do I have nipple hair? Why do I have urine that smells weird? The things that people search we now know about intimately. Um, And you would be surprised there's no one who doesn't have something going on with their health, whether it's mental, physical, or spiritual. And we acknowledge that we needed to help people at the first point of intervention with search and to build a product that would serve them. And then we needed to make it really easy for them to find a provider who had a philosophy that was focused on a whole person model of health, a holistic version of health, treating the root cause, not just the symptoms. And so we created the first holistic health provider network that's backed by science. And so we use research in partnership with the largest, oldest scientific publisher in the world to make it really easy for you to find out what might work for your symptom. So if you are experiencing anxiety, fatigue, infertility, a rash, there are specialists, providers across practices who work on that. And it's not always intuitive, as I said earlier. You know, you might not think that acupuncture has exceptional results for infertility, but now we know, according to science, it does. And then we wanted to make it really easy for people to understand that science so they could make the best decision for themselves. That's really exciting to me as someone who can use it <laughs> because um, having gone through, you know, it's interesting. We're, we're all sitting at this table and I'm having this moment, like we're all fairly young people and we are experiencing this health crisis. Like you're talking about your extreme adrenal fatigue. What's the name of that again? Uh when it's full chronic, it's considered Addison's disease. Addison's disease. I was diagnosed with a rare cancer when I was 29, only a few short years ago. Um, but, uh, you know, it's like, what? And we're, we're you know, yes, 87% that you quote of our country has deaths that are preventable. But it's like we're getting sicker, younger and younger too. And I think, um, I, I, I just get excited because, you know, my personal dive after having gone through that. And luckily I was so fortunate and was able to only have surgeries, multiple surgeries as treatment. But, um, I would say there was also like a real holistic component to my treatment after all the, I had wonderful oncologists and I'm not like anti-Western medicine for sure. There's absolutely a place for it, but like to have a platform that's science-based, but also connecting people to integrative and functional medicine. And like we've talked about functional, the concept of functional medicine on the show before, but the idea of basically getting to the root cause of things rather than slapping you know, meds on symptoms or band, you know, metaphorical band-aids on symptoms. And I think the fact that you guys have created a resource where it's going to be more accessible to people to, to get matched up with providers that can offer this for them, especially when there's all these like, you know, people have like mystery symptoms or where, what's causing this or what's, you know, and then there's just, it's just a bunch of guessing a lot of the time. And when you can incorporate some maybe Eastern philosophy or a holistic approach, right? Mind, body, spirit, and, and, and a lot of these practices incorporate those things, right? Like acupuncture, for example. So I think that's really exciting. I, I can't wait. Like I can't wait to have a resource like that as a consumer. Yeah, you touched, I mean, we're so excited by it. And I think you touched on a big thing that we talk about a lot. It's but certainly been present 
for us <clears throat> the last two weeks because of my own health. Um, but it's not about conventional versus alternative. It's not about East versus West. In history, when has that ever worked for us? It's always about better together. Uh, this last week, I had a few symptoms that I had been gracefully ignoring. Um, we'll call it holistic health pride. And I was quickly put in check when I went to my OBGYN, uh, did a quick urinalysis and found out I have had E. coli, but likely have had E. coli for about two and a half months. Uh, Danny suggested that I go to a gastro doctor after I had some stomach stuff from what we thought was playing in water. Likely he was right. Um, and what I learned, even, you know, I thought I was informed, my OBGYN has a functional provider in practice. So those partnerships are becoming more and more common. You're seeing a functional medicine provider work with a conventional doctor to get to the root cause and to offer follow-on care after things like antibiotics or surgery, um, acute care. And it's really interesting to see that expansion in practice. Yeah, just to add on to that, um, Western medicine is amazing. Like <laughs> what it's done for humanity over the last couple hundred years is is truly remarkable. And for many symptoms, if I get into a car crash, I am going to a doctor. I'm going to the ER. Um, but there are there are so many symptoms that we have, especially those in industrialized countries, um, that aren't really treated very well with Western medicine. And and there are plenty, right? And I think that that's the crisis that we're that we're talking about here. Um, and we, yeah, we hope to be really helpful for those that are that are seeking answers of meaning and connection, and um, also not finding the answers they're looking for with their insurance companies or conventional medicine doctors. Yeah, I think that's really great, and we talk about this a lot too, especially when it comes to right, like mental health, because I think that's when it can be definitely a lot more gray, right? Like the car accident, you want to go to the hospital. Cancer, the majority of people are going to want to see an oncologist. You know, some people do it differently and that's great. But yes, when it comes to mental health, I think it's a lot trickier. You know, I definitely struggle with anxiety and it's definitely not as bad as some people I know who have it. But we talked about this. We went to a conference and we saw Dr. Andrew Weil speak. And um, it was so interesting because, you know, the topic of medication for mental health issues like depression or debilitating anxiety comes up. And I think it's really great to have the resource to decide for yourself, right? Like you can search, you can find doctors that you can trust who want to work with you with food, but sometimes you might need medication and that's okay too. And I think that is such, it's such a hard conversation. And I think it's hard for people because they don't trust their doctors or their doctors. Like Andrew Weil did say, if I do feel like I have to put someone on like an antipsychotic medication, I'm also going to work with them with supplements on the side and food on the side. Right. So it's, I think a lot of times the stigma or the fear, the concern is because people are seeing doctors that are just like, here's a pill and that, can just make things worse. So I think it's just when you talk about like that conversion between Eastern and Western, I think both are good. And it's important to have platforms that do destigmatize things like some people do, right? Like need medication. And then some people might be able to heal holistically as well. So yeah, I think it's important to know your options. Yes. And, and we just do a good job of curating the options. Yeah. 
they're all out there. Like everything on our website is exists already. All the research, all the content, all the providers. It's just we've spent two years culling them mm. and making it really digestible. And I think your point around not trusting doctors is an interesting one. Um, and it's true. Uh, statistically, Americans trust their doctors much, much, much less than they ever have. Yeah. Like it's on the not quite as bad as with Congress, but it's low. That's interesting. I feel like that's a generational shift because I think about, I still have grandparents living and that generation now, like the pre-baby boomers, like the, the yeah, our grandparents' generation basically, it was like whatever the doctor says, the doctor knows best. And it's like the idea of also being your own health advocate is something now that has sort of emerged as a necessity because I understand why people are trusting doctors less and less. It's, and it's, this is no, we love doctors, but there's a one, a, a bunch of wonderful doctors. We love them, but we, we are getting sicker as a nation, right? So all this, like, you know, doctors are gods or like have, have the answer. They're also just educated people who are trying their best, but sometimes, you know, the, the medical system doesn't have the answers and, that's okay, but it's just a reality. And so let's like face that reality. And like you said, provide options so people can take a little bit more agency in their own experience. Yeah. There's, um, in, in coaching, uh, I have the privilege of getting to coach and being a coach. And oftentimes someone's stuck on something. And the last question you ask is, might there be another option? And, and I think that's important for people. Like, might, might there be another option? And intuitively, we know what that answer is. Yeah. When your intuition says, I think there's another option, follow that path. Uh, it doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't an answer. It doesn't mean that working with your doctor for SSRIs and, and working through a, a pharmaceutical approach can't be complemented by something else, can't be complemented by meditation, complemented by nutrition, complemented by movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't, it's not an either or, it's a yes and. We want to take a quick moment away from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Beekeepers Naturals. Beekeepers Naturals is a wellness company specializing in innovative nutraceuticals made from healing hive compounds and plant-based ingredients. Their mission is to improve people's health naturally and save the bees. Erica and I love these products and have been using them since December when CEO and founder Carly Stein was featured on the podcast. I use their bee pollen in my smoothies and love the superfood cacao honey, but my favorite is the bee chill hemp honey. It delivers a powerful 28 milligrams of hemp oil per teaspoon so that you can find your bliss. Made with USA-grown hemp, it is non-psychoactive and contains 0% THC. I take it most evenings before bed or after a long day at work to completely relax and sleep through the night. It also curbs my sweet tooth since it is so delicious. What about you? Well, you know I love the propolis spray more than anything, but I also love the Beelixir Brain Fuel. It's a caffeine-free liquid vial with ingredients like ginkgo biloba and royal jelly that is really great for fighting brain fog and enhancing focus and concentration without any jitters. If you want to try Beekeepers Naturals, you can receive 15% off your Beekeepers Naturals order by using the code Wellness 
all one word, at checkout. Or visit beekeepersnaturals.com slash courageouswellness. And you can also find that direct link in our show notes. Now back to the episode. And so your platform, can you talk about the different types of healing modalities that you have, right? So you have doctors, you have, do you have maybe like more woo-woo, right? For lack of a better word, like healers, like what is your spectrum of people on your platform? It's fairly broad. Um, We have everything from meditation, yoga, functional medicine, naturopaths, um, body workers. We really have across the board. We do have energy uh, Reiki healers, other energy healers. Um, every provider goes through an application process, six-point verification process. Um, and so they're all vetted. Um, we really think about it more as a philosophy, uh, less than the actual practice. So we do have therapists on the platform that are traditional therapists that um, you know go through PhD programs in psychology um, or other therapy programs. But at their core, they're thinking of therapy uh, and addressing the root cause of mm-hmm. their their clients' needs. Yeah. And so that's really the kind of primary question we ask whether to include someone on our platform. Are they addressing someone's health holistically mm-hmm. or not? Mm-hmm. And if they are and they might be outside of what we traditionally cover, um, we'll look into it. And we're pretty open-minded mm-hmm. and we just want to have good options for people. The interesting thing Danny brought up energy is uh, we're actually seeing hospitals mm. experimenting with energy now. We've we've spoken about cancer moments ago, actually for patients who are uh, undergoing chemotherapy. Mm. This is there are trials in yeah. place. So these these practices that were once thought about as esoteric or spiritual, mm. experimental, outside the box, meditation was there in the West not long ago, and now we see. Companies like Calm and Headspace and Insight Timer that have tens of millions of customers, hundreds of millions of hours meditated. Yoga was there 20 years ago. And now, you know, I don't think you can throw a stone in L.A. without finding someone who practices regularly. Um, That's where we see things moving and we see people really experimenting with practices that perhaps felt unfamiliar or a little bit scary based on this understanding that there's real science backing each of these. Absolutely. I think I also love, like you said, you have this six point vetting system, right? That you really look into the people that are on your platform, because I think this concept of trust is really important. And I think with things that are less regulated or, you know, you don't know where to look. If you're like, I want to try Reiki, where do I go? I want to work with a body healer or an energy healer. Where do I go? Because you know, we've had, we have friends and we know people who have dealt with, you know, assault from healers or different things like that because they're not, um, grounded in integrity, right. Or they just found them off of Google or from who knows where. Right. So I think that is something that when we heard about your platform, we were like, how great that there is trust and a vetting system here so that hopefully that doesn't have to happen to somebody who's looking to heal because how horrible when you're looking to heal to either have something horrific happen to you or to even just be defrauded right like there's people out there who you know I I I believe in mediums and all of that but I also know there are people who you know use it to defraud people right so I think all of this stuff is 
incredible, but this is the first platform that I know of that you can really go and do that research. Um, and it is less intimidating to find people that you may be searching for. Yeah, we want to feel, we, we hope that the platform is in some ways a representation of us and that it feels like a friend who you trust, who has your best interests at heart and who really knows their stuff. You know, the friend you call who doesn't tell you what to do, mm-hmm. but listens and then offers suggestions or, or just outlines the options. Um, but the question of trust, kind of a funny anecdote. Uh, when we first met and we were starting to work together, I was like, all right, Danny, we got to go tear down all the other products that are doing this really well. And we're going to learn all of their tricks. And he is nothing if not thorough. So he went and signed up for a platform that sounds like Eind Adi, but different, and signed up for every single practice. He just went and filled out the form, downloaded the product, and said he was a meditation teacher and an acupuncturist, and, 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 and. And just signed up. And then we forgot about it. I forgot about it. He forgot about it. And we were sitting together working one day. And he was like, KB, I just got booked as a meditation teacher. And then it was, I just got booked as a masseuse. And then it was, I just got booked as a yoga teacher. And I was like, as a woman, I had this moment of, (gasps) like this 22-year-old girl is booking you as a masseuse. And this company made it possible. That is like, mm-hmm. that is morally not okay for me. My, my like, mama bear instinct came out. And his response was, well, then we should probably do something to fix that. And I think that's interesting that a billion-dollar business, actually $3 billion business, that is the, the quality assurance you have and the trust. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> I, I, did, I did not teach. I, just, just so everyone knows. <laughs> Uh, Good t- to know. I took down my profile immediately and contacted those people, and let the and let them know. <laughs> okay, so now, well, that's all really good information to have, and also pretty awesome that you guys ha- like did that research ahead of time, so you could really inform, you know, building your own platform with a stronger vetting uh, process. So now that you've launched. Can you tell us a little bit about sort of your hopes for the next phase that it's accessible to people and yeah, what sort of what your hopes are. And then also if, if anybody's interested, both, both as a provider and as a consumer, how does that, how does that work? If they're interested in being on the platform, what's the process of vetting? Like you said, there's a six point for a provider, but then also, um, if I'm a consumer and I'm going to your site. What's it gonna? What's the experience gonna be like for me? Yeah, why don't I talk about the second question first, and I'll let Krista tackle vision. Um, so, in terms of uh, if you're a provider and you want to join, just go to kentrohealth.com, and you can go to become a provider. It's a tab at the top, and you'll fill out an application. It'll take 15 to 20 minutes, and we will evaluate you. Um, we'll look at peer reviews and accreditations and experience. Um, for those who are premier members, uh, we'll do a background check, like a full proper background check. Um, and you will be reviewed on the website uh, by clients. So, and then for customers who want to get involved, uh, obviously go to the site. They can sign up. They can join. They'll receive newsletters. Um, we have a ton of content on the site as well. So we have content ranging from, you know, what are the benefits of meditation 
to um, you know articles written by our providers talking about their experience becoming a Reiki healer mm-hmm. uh, and everything in between. So, and then we have research. We have this research partnership uh, that Krista already spoke about with the largest academic publisher. And we have done research for every single practice area, every kind of like hierarchical practice area and every uh, focus or symptom area and just making it really accessible for people. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're just getting started. So it's imperfect, but it works really well. And uh, I would say in the, in the short term, we just want to help people connect to information that's helpful to them and people that can change their lives and make them better. Um, but I'll let Krista tell you a little bit about the vision. I mean, I, I think that is the vision. It's, it sounds idealistic, but it is to make the world a healthier place. Yeah. And we both know from firsthand experience, both with our own bodies and then with the you know, tens of thousands of people that we've helped now navigate holistic health, that it does help. It can help. It, it will help. You both know the same. Um, so really expanding access to a whole health model and ultimately if we're successful, you know, I'd love to see the moment where we're standing together watching as Congress signs a bill that, uh, provides holistic health coverage for Medicare, Medicaid, which fundamentally shifts the model at a federal level. We just saw last week, there was big news that Medicare, Medicaid is now covering acupuncture, Mm -hmm. which is the first federal coverage nationwide for alternative and complementary medicine. Um, That's exciting. You know, I want to see us catch up to the European Union where 60% of people are using something regularly in the complementary space. And we also know that that not all of our customers are in coastal regions where there's a high compression density of these practices. We also know that telemedicine really expands access. Um, So... Our question that we're constantly asking ourselves is how can we make this easier for people to get what they need? Faster, less expensive, more accessible. Uh, For us, telemedicine is one avenue towards that aim. Mm -hmm. So we're excited to make it happen. I love that. I think that's so important. You know, we're so passionate about accessibility specifically and that wellness and health is not and should not be a privilege that only a few people have in certain areas based on where you're born or how much money you have. And um, yeah, I really love that vision because I think so many of us um, or maybe not so many of us or our listeners, but I think the majority of people in this country are just used to not feeling good and they don't have any, I mean, health insurance is even a privilege to have, right? To even go to a doctor, you know, let alone question your doctor. So I think platforms like yours are really a huge step forward in putting the choice into people's hands. So thank you for what you're both doing. Um, I would love to know as well, you know, we always ask our guests this question and I think for you guys, it's going to be so interesting because you have so much access to so much, um, different modalities, but what does your self care look like? How do you both prioritize taking care of yourselves in your daily life? Yeah, it's really important to us. Uh, it's something that we talk about as a company and as friends. Uh, very often, because if we're not feeling well, how are we going to show up for each other, for our team, uh, for the company? Uh, for me, we were actually, it's funny, we were talking about this yesterday. Um, for me, it involves meditating every day. Uh, it involves 
some sort of workout, often yoga, four or five times a week. Uh, it involves plant-based diet. It involves eight hours of sleep a night. Mm -hmm. uh, connecting with people I love. And uh, just generally doing things that bring me joy. Luckily, this company is, is mm -hmm. totally that. Um, but filling the rest of my day with other stuff, too. We were talking about this yesterday, which is so funny, on our drive home. Uh, I was like, hey, I'm really proud of how everyone showed up for launch. And we have another big thing just around the corner. And I want to make sure that we're all taking care of ourselves even better next time. So what can we commit to each other and how can we open this up to the team? And I would open it up to your listeners, too. Like, what is the commitment that you can make to yourself or to another person? Sometimes that's easier. For me, it was I'm cutting out sugar, which is, oh, my God. Well, like, here we go. Um, but it's yoga four or five times a week. And as Danny would say, a capital N need to spend time in nature. Uh, so I do trail running or hiking, usually by myself. Um, go to the ocean, go swimming, solitude in nature. Uh, journaling, a writing practice that's truly consistent. I think expression is such a good way to work what's inside your mind out and, and set yourself free there. And uh, movement. I, through, through a number of things, have really learned that uh, for me, freedom of movement and, and especially for the feminine, waking up and putting on music and just letting your body move without judgment um, just expressing through dance. Danny is also a big dancer, you know, just go play. Joy is such a big thing. And then making sure I eat good food and get enough hugs, like <laughs> just a lot of hugs, spending time with people I love. Yeah, that's great. Great tidbits for everybody to think about in their own life. And I think what's important to note is that all the stuff we mentioned is, can be free. Like, That's really important. <laughs> like none of the things we mentioned cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you can do all that stuff in your home uh, or out in nature. Yeah. And, and we we're fortunate in Southern California to be able to be outside. So we have a lot of options as far as, you know, free, free activities in nature, which is all year round where some people have it. Some of the some of the year, unless they want to freeze. Although I just saw this whole thing about you know like plunging into with the ice swimming. Yeah, thing? The I was ice like, swimming. oh my god! <laughs> so it could be argued that you could have some quality time outside in the cold too. Um, and then another question we ask as we wrap up with all of our guests is that you know you guys have had pretty incredible journeys that you both shared with us. Um, is there a book? either of you would recommend, um, I know there might be many, but that you would refer to any of our listeners. It can be about building a company. It can be about health and wellness. It can be about just a novel that you loved. We just like book recommendations. Right now, there's a book that I love, which is The Second Mountain. Uh, it's by David Brooks, who's a New York Times columnist. And the fundamental thesis is that in life, there's two mountains. And the first mountain is the one that we pursue for the egoic self. It doesn't mean that we're egotistical, but it's where we pursue success and money and social connection. It's the one where we want to be acknowledged and recognized. And uh, then, you know, I think Dania and I actually met on the descent from that first mountain because the second mountain is about purpose and commitment to a community, to a vision, 
to a way of being, to another person or a family, to something bigger than yourself. And it's where we no longer pursue happiness, but joy. And we have definitely had moments of intense sorrow, but still while feeling joy in the last year. Building a company is hard. Um, we have just gone through a lot, heartbreaks and and neck breaks and, you know, you name it. But when you feel purpose and joy, you keep going. We both like reading a lot. So this is a little tough, uh, both fiction and nonfiction. Um, but I'll, I'll name a book that I, I think I've recommended and given out to more people than any other, which is Sapiens by Yuval Harari. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've both read that one. Yeah, it's it's kind of, um, and I actually read a book that was written prior to this one called Third Chimpanzee by Jared Diamond, which is sort of like the really, really science-y, research-y version of Sapiens. Uh, Sapiens is just brilliant, and it, it tracks you know the history of humanity up to today and a little bit into the future. And I think it's really important to know where we came from in order to uh, help drive where we're going. I love those recommendations. So for anybody who wants to find you, who wants to learn more about the company, who wants to check it out, where can they find you? You can find us at kenshohealth.com, at kenshohealth on every single platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Twitter, I think there's an underscore in between Kensho and Health. Uh, someone else says Kensho Health. Um, I'm sure they're wonderful people. Uh, <laughs> uh, what does um what does Kensho mean? Yeah. Uh, so Kensho is a Japanese word um, uh, with origins in Zen Buddhism, and it's usually paired with Satori, and Satori is enlightenment or nirvana, and Kensho the way that we interpret it is um, a step on that path towards enlightenment. And we usually describe it as an aha moment. Love that. Yeah, I say Kensho is, it's just showing up consistently. Satori is the end goal. You know, it's like the the poof, your third eye opens and you've reached the place. And for us, we wanted to build a company that wasn't about I've arrived, but about acknowledging that you have to show up every day and a commitment to your practice. It's, It's cultivating insight and this sort of awakening through daily practice, showing up. Well, as little Buddhists, we love that concept. So we want to thank you guys for um, coming today and sharing your stories. And we're really excited to share Kensho with our listeners. So thank you. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure to be here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch through our website, www.courageouswellnesspodcast.com. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness. Courageous Wellness.